Hello everyone, you're listening to Skip Intro and I am Ayman Rashad. In the studio with me is Ian McNally and Julian Yap. Today, we're talking about Gemini Man. You don't have anyone who can take out Henry Brogan. Gemini has the perfect asset. Gemini is playing God with DNA. He's your clone. He's been lying to you the whole time. And just trying to rattle me. I'm trying to save you! Because what if somebody actually knew what we really are? So if you are a fan of Will Smith, this may be the movie for you because there's two of him in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's Will Smith versus a younger Will Smith. Um, a bit of a looper situation, is it? Uh, no, it's cloning. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's a time travel as a clone. Is that it? Because just from the trailer alone, you got to think, well, it's going to be more than cloning. Uh, there is more, but we'll get to that in a little is bit. Is it Alien 3? No, there's not Alien. It's alien, alien 4. Alien, what? Where's, there's no aliens. What? This is not Independence Day. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, no, Will Smith plays basically a, it's a hitman for the DIA. <laughs> I guess oh. they're one worse than the CIA. They're the uh, Defense Intelligence Agency. And he's a hitman coming to the end of his time working. And he's the kind of guy who can hit a target on a moving train from two kilometers away with a rifle. Sure, of course. It's Hawkeye. He's Hawkeye. Yeah. No, he's Deadshot. Ah. Literally, he's okay. Deadshot. Yeah. <laughs> Just without the spandex. This mm-hmm. is why he isn't in the Suicide Squad too. Yep. Um, as he's coming to retiring, he's kind of starting to, you know, come to terms with his job and like, you know, he has trouble looking at himself in the mirror because, you know, he's killed so many people. Sure. After his last job, though, a friend gets in touch to indicate it might not have all been above board. The guy he killed was not like, he might not have been the guy he thought he was. And after a botched attempt by DA agents to kill him, this uh, shadowy government, uh, non-governmental agency called uh, Gemini steps in led by creepy Clive Owen, who sends their best agent after Brogan to try and kill him, who happens to be a younger version of Brogan. Mm-hmm. So it, the trailer kind of set it up as this, like, I think you were right there, Julian, about like that kind of impression of it's a kind of a, it's a science fiction action adventure. Um, but it starts off and the cloning thing is not even an issue. It literally is Will Smith as Jason Bourne. And it's a really pretty good one of those. And even though I'm a little annoyed at the trailers letting me know this is a clone movie. Because that's all that they've sold it as. They've sold it, oh, it's going to be this kind of battle between my identity is your identity. Are we going to fight against each other? Is that the first half an hour maybe? No, the first half hour is like, it's a a crime thriller. It's the agent who's on the outs. It's Jason Bourne. And it's like the agency's out to get him. He's trying to figure out why he's doing this thing. He ends up with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who in a genius moment, you're like, okay, she's... I don't want to spoil what's going on with her, but she's capable. And you're like, is this going to be a damsel in distress thing or not? And like instantly they set out her bona fides. You're like, oh, okay, no worries. This is not a damsel in distress thing. No mm-hmm. one in Hollywood would dare to cast Mary Elizabeth Winston as a damsel in distress. I'm so glad. Yeah. So, and it's a, it's a really kick-ass scene. So yeah, they go on the run, they get Benedict Wong's help and they're following clues. And it just so happens that, you know, when... Will Smith, the elder, looks in the sights, trains down his, his gun sights to look at the guy who's after him when they're running around Columbia. God looks a lot like the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought from the trailer. Is that this is, <laughs> this he's, is wearing a, he's, wearing, he's wearing a backwards baseball cap and, a gla- and sunglasses. The hair from Bel-Air. Yeah, you expect to see Jazzy Jeff thrown off the balcony. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but it, I mean, it's a character. The the younger Will Smith character is referred to as Junior. He is. You you get to find out what's going on from his perspective as well. It's not just like uh, if you think about in Logan, there was the younger version of um, yeah. Hugh Jackman, but that was just like a, a, a killing machine. Mm. They are spy thriller mystery that just happens to be that the guy who wants to kill him is also a clone of himself. So Junior is a clone. Uh, so they cloned him physically, but he also sort of like inherited his skills as an assassin guy? Well, it's like, it's not flash cloning. It's still, it's it's more spy-fi than sci-fi. So it's not like he's just a fresh clone. Like they cloned him back in 95. So he's just been growing up and his... His father has raised him, his father, air quotes, has raised him the way he thinks a perfect soldier should be raised. You know, mm-hmm. he goes, like, there's a conversation they have where it's like, he took you hunting at 12, right? And then he did this thing and you probably oh, killed... Oh, it's Hana. Yes. Okay. Kind of, it's like that. But he's, like, slightly older at this point and he is just a badass machine killing mm-hmm. guy. So he starts to find out more about his... He wants to find out about his past. Will Smith wants to find out what's going on. Has his whole career being a sham. And then there's action fights and someone... There's a, there's a section I can only call Bike Foo. It's, you see it in the trailers. In the trailer, yeah. You see it in the trailers. There's a lot more to that sequence, and there's also like one of them starts beating the other one up with the bike, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't disappoint. I mean, I enjoyed the film. It kept going with the action beats. It started to get into you start getting into the character of Junior and who he is and what's going on there. You get into the overall. There's got to be a conspiracy, right? Because it's government agencies, of course, yeah, agencies on the run. So you start to get into all that, and it's it. it resolves in a satisfying way and i enjoyed it i really did i think it's a it's a good action movie in the born vein without being just another born movie even though i think clive owen was in the first one right yeah <laughs> he was one of the the bad guys in the first one this is like he got back up out of that field and went off and formed a paramilitary agency sure so i haven't watched this mm. right but i gotta be honest it doesn't sound enticing i don't i love the born movies mm. but I don't want to see this. And the trailers <laughs> didn't sell it for me. Mm. The poster is awful. Mm. It just says, for anyone who hasn't seen the poster, look it up because it's just Will Smith looking at Will, yeah, Smith, Will Smith. And it says Will Smith and Will Smith on the top. Yeah. And the only, I, I guess the only thing that's supposed to sell this movie are the big names, right? So we've got Will Smith, Clive Owen, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, uh, Benjamin Wong. And, and d- directed by visionary Ang, Ang Lee. Yeah, yeah, from the visionary mind of Ang Lee. Yeah, director of The Life of Pi, not the director of uh, Billy Lynn's long halftime walk. Or, or The Hulk. <laughs> and that's... The Hulk is great. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) But which Ang Lee are we talking about, basically? It's it's a middle Ang Lee. Like the action is really good. Uh, We'll probably get. We'll talk a little bit about the the three D HFR element as well, because Mm -hmm. that does impact some of the action sequences. That bike sequence is a cool action sequence. There's Mm -hmm. a sequence where someone's using a minigun in like a small town setting, and the 3D excels at that point. It's like the you see the tracer fire cutting through the shelves as characters are climbing around and they're blowing up bottles of soda and the bubbles are on screen and everything. And that that looked amazing. But then there's like, I think it's it's visionary action director Ang Lee. Yes. He cuts to a certain kind of, there's a, there's a motorbike chase. There's, he uses POV shots sometimes cool. from on the bike. Uh-huh. And they don't work at all. Oh, really? No. <laughs> oh, I was like, okay. what is I was, this? I was saying, that's this really cool. Yeah. I thought this is like the Doom <laughs> thing going on, you know? Uh-huh. And the uh, watching it in 3D, I think they call it 3D Plus, which is 60 frames per second. 3D and 60 frames per second. Yeah. I don't think I can handle that. That's too many frames and that's too many Ds. Yeah. I mean, the la- I, I, I was talking to people after the movie and talking about like the last movie I think I saw in 60 frames per second was, was a 48, was The Hobbit. Yes. And like that's mm-hmm. all I remember about that movie. But in this, 
the 3D and the high frame rate com combine to give this very odd effect because the background is like one of those TVs, those super crazy demonstration clarity TV demos sure, you see yeah. when you walk past a store. Mm -hmm. And the characters are in 3D, but they should have been all, they're all shot at the same time. But because the characters are in 3D walking in front of it, they kind of look like a cardboard cutout, like a Paddington book, like a mm -hmm. pop-up Paddington oh. book. So anytime there's like a long shot with people in it, it does look like a weird tilt shift photography thing that never quite gels. And I found as well that there's a there's a fight scene that takes place slightly in the dark. I I presume that's to hide the join on the face a little bit. You're gonna you know if you're gonna of do course, if you're not yeah. sure about the effects set at night. <laughs> Lots of shadows. Yeah, and it works mostly well, but it's just when the action gets in close for those burn shots, there's only one. There's only Paul Greengrass can do those shots. So when you get in that close, it's like ah, oh, it's a bit blurry. What's happening? I can't mm -hmm. quite see it. And when they go for the mid shot. You can see it, and it's fine. Like, if the whole movie needs to be shot like mid-shot, I overheard someone talking about, like, it needs to be shot like TV because it looks like TV. You're not selling this, Ian. <laughs> I really, nothing is making this for me. I don't like... It's funny. Is it? It is. It's there Will some Smith. Gags. It's no, it's Will not Smith. Will Smith funny. There's some other oh. bits and pieces that are funny. All right, so we've been talking about Gemini Man. Uh, let us know if you guys are interested to watch it. Um, you can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. You can tweet us at skipintromy. And you can write us at movies at bfm.my. And um, coming up, we're going to continue our conversation on Skip Intro, BFM 89.9. Break from mediocrity, BFM 89.9. Hello everyone, welcome back. You're listening to Skip Intro with Ayman, Ian and Julian. And earlier we heard Ian's review of Gemini Man. I liked it. You liked it, <laughs> but uh, Julian so far is not so convinced yet. Not convinced yet. at all, really. <laughs> you're, you're, not, you're not selling it well enough. There was something I was not expecting going into this movie was that it would be so funny. Like it has a kind of a wicked wry sense of humour. There's a fresh Prince of Bel-Air joke in this. And like it's, it's, it's an interesting thing for Will Smith to be at that point of career where he's allowing that to be in there. You know what I mean? I think it yeah. plays into the fact as well that his younger self has... I don't know, his ears get more sleek as he got older. They seem to stick out more. <laughs> sure, when the he hair. Was, the hair as the, well. The yeah. skull. Yeah. yeah. And um, like, speaking of references to his other work, there's one line in the trailer that goes like, um, is this the first time you've been hunted by your own government? And he's like, more or less or something. Like that. I was wondering if that's a reference to Enemy of the State. Oh God, yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> that's, and that's a funny line. Like, there's, there's, there's a lot of chemistry between the characters. They really... You know, from a Hollywood movie, you expect to have Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Will Smith that they're going to manufacture some, like, you know, insert some romance there. Mm -hmm. And there's, they don't. And not only that, they play on it. There's a point where Will Smith, the elder, is like to her, is saying to her, is like, you know, if you're going to go meet the young guy, me, you can play up, play on this a little bit. You know, like, are you saying you're attracted to me? She's like, me now? No. Meet when I was 23? Probably, yes. <laughs> and they, it's nicely done, that kind of stuff. And as I said, the action's good. I just found the... HF4 and the 3D a little off-putting. It kept me from getting into the movie fully. And at this intense, intense frame rate and at 3D, how does Will Smith look? Does Which he? One? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> how does Junior look? You know, does he look a little bit uncanny? No, actually, they nail that, and they the, there's a couple of points in where they're like this is a this is a statement of intent shot. Like there's one point where he's just sitting watching some military maneuvers and he's eating an ice cream cone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's the kind of thing they would try to avoid if mm. they were doing, you know, a, a, a digital face because he's sticking his tongue out and interacting yeah. with a... That's a whole other week of work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's all moments, there's like hugging scenes and stuff like that where they, they, you know, it's not like we'll hide this hug or show it from like the back of his head, back of the, the young Will's head so you don't have to see his face. Like, no, mm. you see his face interacting with the other person's coat and like smushing up against it. And 
maybe again i couldn't see in this version i have heard from a reviewer in the u.s talking about because it's a digital face they can actually like show punches hitting it better cool now, oh, i didn't yeah i couldn't see that because of the 3d it's like three lamp it's like you know what three lamp lights darker. so essentially watch this in 2d uh i think so i mean it's an interesting experiment in a way but i still don't see the need for like you're <sighs> I saw an interview with Ang Lee saying, like, you know, once everything, you know, we don't talk about like black and white. They're black and white movies. They're not movies and color movies. And mm, like at yeah, some point, yeah. maybe six, 60 frames per, per second will become movies. And it's like, oh, that's in 24 frames per second. How quaint. But there's just something about the look of it. You know, like the, if you think back to The Joker when we watched it last week, is a very, the actual, just a single film. Mm-hmm. A single, you know, cell of film from that has, a, has an intent, has a, has a look. It's all very definite it's like this is what we want every section of this movie to look like and in this they make a joke at one point about you seem to know this place very well and he's like oh i watch a lot of nat geo it looks like that kind of nat geo hd thing you know what i mean it's like you're watching something that's designed to look good in this but it doesn't add anything to the storytelling or the actual ambiance or anything like that like it just it doesn't feel flat it's like the most perfect flatness you can imagine so you're saying we're veering on we've gone too far. Kind of, yeah. Or I, th- or I think there's limitations there that need to be looked at and thought about hard. I remember seeing for The Hobbit, they had behind-the-scenes footage because shooting in 3D, HF4 or whatever it was for that, the colors had to be crazy. Did you yeah. ever see that, the behind-the-scenes mm-hmm. stuff? No, I haven't. Like, it was all violets and purples yeah, because... really bright greens and when stuff. When they were shooting for 3D, would have to, they would have to do some processing to get it to normal color. Mm-hmm. And some of that would happen in camera lens. You know, it was like you're, 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 you're working towards the limitations of the camera and the, pro- the projection, even though those limitations are higher than they were before. I think this is the same where it's like, don't do those wide shots with people walking in 3D in the foreground. It just looks disconcerting and takes you out of the movie. Shoot everything mid-shot. 3D facial reconstructions of actors, they look fine. How, how did they do it this time? Because it's Ang Lee, right? Ang Lee, right? It's like try and push the technology and stuff mm. like that so is this a social network situation where there's a body double and you just paste uh, Wilson's uh, face on it or is it like a Marvel thing where they just sort of like do it in post from what I've heard they're specifically not doing the Marvel thing so the younger Will Smith there's some reference stuff but it's not like they're putting the young face they're not de-aging his face apparently Ang Lee looked into that and it was found that it was like that's a hand, almost handcrafted way of doing things. Like you're using a lot of computer systems, but you have to go in and tweak it a lot. Mm-hmm. And to do a full performance was going to apparently be way too labor intensive. Apparently, Ang Lee's not seen Captain Marvel and seen <laughs> <laughs> and seen Samuel L. Jackson in yeah. the movie. Yeah. Um, so he's probably regretting those words now. But from what I understand, it's a full wet or digital 3D creation. So I presume that means that they're puppeteering it. And it works and acts really like Will Smith. And I think it works really well. So Mm. what I'm wondering is, does that double work? Is there any, you know, do you think it could impact storytelling? So off mic, we were talking about The Prestige. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, The Prestige. um, I hope you guys have seen this because it's a very good movie. Um, We're going to talk spoilers. (laughs) uh, I'll try not to talk spoilers. So this twinning thing is a large part of the movie, it turns out. But I never really show uh, the twins uh, on on screen. So Mm -hmm. it's another way of sort of like, um, uh, approaching it didn't they show them because it was the magic trick of disappearing one place appearing another they were always yeah. like separated by a stage which mm-hmm. is like super easy to do with map painting stuff I was thinking about this yesterday and had a look at the 
Evil Dead 3, Medieval, Te- Medieval Dead, Army of Darkness. And there's a scene in that where there's two Bruce Campbells. And they're very much working with the old techniques, which is like you see the back of one guy's head who's like, sure, you don't yeah. see that. But then they clearly, like at one point, the two ashes share a body. That's like two heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they've just like matted in the other one. Like you can see there's almost a line in the film, you know, which is the um, old, I think yeah. the old, the 1961 parent trap, the... 91, was it? When was Nin- the, the 91 is one? so seamless. They just sit a little bit too far apart. Yeah. I mean, people on, you know, YouTubers, when they do funnel skits and they've got two version of, versions of them, if you can do that at home, Hollywood's going to, they're going to be able to do that better. But, so are we basically saying twins are out of work? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I mean, they've already, so this is fighting your clone. Maybe just gonna, like time travel movies with like multiple versions of the same person punching each yeah. other in the face. I mean, we already had the one with Jet Li. Just do that again now, but with more better effects. All right, so we were talking about Gemini Man, the new movie starring Will Smith and Will Smith by the visionary director Ang Lee. So let us know if you are excited to watch it. Uh, you can WhatsApp us at 018-789-8899. You can tweet us at skipintromy. And you can also write us at movies at bfm.my. 